Welcome to Spam Filter for Your Brain, bite-sized ponderings on how our thoughts influence our behaviour and our lives, and because we're all connected, how our thoughts impact the world. I'm here to help people reconnect with their bodies and declutter their brains. And I don't believe that we should just magically know how our emotions and our thoughts impact our lives if no one ever teaches us. So let's learn this stuff together. Probably seems like quite a strange podcast title, How to Stop Chasing Happiness, because we're really taught that happiness is the way, happiness is the be-all and end-all. Let's always strive for that in everything we do, from what we wear to what we eat to who we date to where we go on holiday to our career choices. It's all about constantly seeking and striving for happiness. And... What I tempt forward into your ears today is the idea that maybe constantly seeking happiness makes us quite unhappy. <laughs> it certainly did for me, because if we think that the object of any decision or any action that we take in our life is to make us happy, what that means is when we're not feeling happy or the thing that we're doing doesn't make us happy, we feel like we're getting something wrong, or we've made the wrong decision, or we're not doing it well enough, or we're not good enough, or a whole load of other stories that I'm sure are quite well versed in your head, and they certainly were in mine. And what I've come to realise is that I want the decisions in my life, the actions that I take in my life, and the things that I invite in and Some of them that I don't, when life just happens to me, my object isn't to feel just joy, happiness, rapture and elation the whole time. My desire is to feel as much life as possible. And the reality of life is that involves a whole load of different emotions. There's, as well as joy and happiness, there is fear and anger and disappointment and confusion and excitement and apathy. I think boredom is pretty underrated as a human emotion. We don't really get taught how to manage that one very much. It's one we try and escape quite a lot. There's a um, a beautiful sort of illustration of how all of this works, I think, in Buddhism of, of the Ten Worlds and how you can both be in one, feel one emotion and experience many others at the same time. And we have this very binary view that things are either making us happy, we are happy, or it's wrong. (laughs) And my life isn't like that. I've never experienced that to be so. And even though we are sold this idea that if we get all the things right or we buy all of the things, we tick all of the boxes, that what we're going to win is trademark happiness, sort of in a very Disney-esque view of the world. And actually, that just sets us up to failure and it quite often sets us up to being quite mean to ourselves. So with this view, if you're willing to come with me, for a moment and explore the possibility. If the whole idea of the decisions you take, the things you do, the way you walk through your world is to try and experience and feel your emotions, what would be different for you? 
How would life show up differently when you were willing to feel your feelings rather than constantly try and shift them into one flavour of an emotion? What if your feelings were there to all give you information to help you learn as much as you can about yourself and about the world around you? What if all feelings were welcome and available to you? Because when they are, you suddenly develop a literacy for them. You develop an idea as to which ones you want, what they taste like, how you respond in them. And you get to be in a lot more control of which ones you want to start moving towards and also which ones you want to let go of. Because when you're resisting something, it becomes bigger and louder and stronger because it isn't being heard. (laughs) It's going to make its presence known. Whereas when we start to be available to all of the flavours and textures of life, then there is a, a a place in our heart that opens up to being able to explore the things that we know, the things we want, and to be able to willfully, consciously step away from the things that just aren't serving us anymore. Not because they're wrong, but because we just don't want them. And knowing that just because you don't want something is a choice that you can make in your life is the most wonderfully liberating revelation of adulthood I have discovered. (laughs) So... This is my little missive into your ears this week. Go out there and don't be happy. If you don't want to be, do if you do. Maybe you could find, where could you find some happiness in the middle of some frustration this week? Where could you find some happiness in the middle of being quite pissed off about something? Where could you find some happiness and snuggly, comforty joy in some apathy? this week just have a little dabble and notice where there are some crossovers or emotions for you which ones you like and how they feel when you don't resist them i look forward to chatting to you next week if you're enjoying what you're hearing on the podcast here i would love to invite you to self-care school self-care school is a membership site where we have group coaching calls every week we have whole load of courses that you can dip into for whatever suits your needs we have courses on confidence body image um timekeeping how to manage big emotions um overwhelm loads and loads of stuff in there you can kind of pick out whatever you want to work on there is a big library of workbooks which includes journal prompts and questions for you to be able to apply this work to your own life and we have the most amazing community where people support each other we learn from each other and you get to work alongside people with quite often very different life situations to your own and we learn so much together in community if you would like some more of this please do hop over to selfcareschool.co.uk